Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likut Halachas, Yoradea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Hechshakelem, Halacha Dalid. We're in the middle of paragraph Gimel. We're up to Vialkein Iker Tikun Hatshuvo, Halidei Bechinas Pishnaim Anal. In my Likut Halachas, it's the bottom of page Kuflamet Zayin, the last line on page Kuflamet Zayin, going up to the next, next page. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Tuvia Barabi Yisrael Yitzchak, Yurachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Basi Tamar, and also for a complete Rafua Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Jonas Ben Hilda, Leirena Bas Aviva Chaya, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulon Ben Soraleya, Mazel Bat Zahava, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya Bas Luna Patricia, Leia Bas Temi, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaim Ben Rochel, Shlemanisim Ben Mazel, Nisim Ben Rivka, Yafa Ilana Bas Leia, Yafa Bas Dvoira, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Tuvietzi Ben Chaya Liza, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudas Gila, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. V'yalkein, Iker Tikun HaTshuva, Hualidei Bechinas Pishnaim Hanal. Rab Nosanzal says, based on what we've been learning here so far, we'll understand why the main, one of the most important factors in Tshuva is this Pishnaim, this double power that a student can receive from their rabbi. And what this means is, when a person is to come to the tzaddik often, through which the person can achieve this double portion, this double power. Now just for, for a moment, we've mentioned many times that the Kedusha, is referred to as double. We speak about Shnayim Mikra Targum, two portions of Loshen Kodesh to one portion of Targum. We've mentioned that Yosef, Yosef represents the Tzadik, Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef is Bigimatria two times Lechem, the, the two breads that we have at each one of the Shabbos meals. And lechem represents parnasa. Lechem is a term used to refer to bread, which is the most staple, in a sense, of all foods, and parnasa. And two times lechem is bigimatria yosef to show that the tzaddik represents this double portion. We find also when the Torah speaks about Eretz Yisrael, the pasuk says lochein boartzon mishne yirshu. Therefore, in their land, they will inherit, they will receive double, a double portion. But here, Rav Nosanzal says, as is explained over there in chapter 66 in Likut Imran, By a person coming to the tzaddik again and again, the person draws upon themselves holiness, and spiritual life from a very high place each time more and more. 
וידי זה יוכל להסתכן בכל פעם אף אם עובר עליו משהו עבר. And this will enable the person to correct whatever they need to correct and to receive their tikkun all the time no matter what the person is going through. Ki be'inyan pishnayim hanal yesh dvorim begoi. Because regarding this double portion that Rabbein Azal refers to over there in Likut Imran, there's very important things related to it. Ki afal pishahu nomuch v'koton b'mayla mo'i mo'i. Because although the person is on a very, very low level, v'yoideya b'yatzmoi she'ein bo'i nekuda ketipo menayam, and the person realizes and knows very well that they don't even have a drop in the ocean of the holiness and the greatness and the high-level understanding of their rabbi, despite that, the words of Rabbi Nezal in this chapter of Likud Imran, chapter 66 in the first half of Likud Imran, which this haloch is based on, are 100% true. Meaning, ki afal pikein, even though the person, the student, is far, far, far smaller than the rabbi, im hu rabbi pam, if the student comes to the rabbi regularly, Mekabel nafshoi behelam ubischaskir bechinas pishnayim. The student receives in a hidden form this double portion. Shenim shachol of chius ukedusha meharuach deleilo shenim shachal rabbi. Meaning that the student receives holiness and spiritual life from that upper ruach which the rabbi is drawing from. As Rabbi Nezal writes over there in the Kut Imran, And this is what gives the student the ability to survive and, and to, to receive the tikkun that he needs. Because Hashem is very great, and we cannot perceive Hashem's greatness at all. And this is a famous expression that Hashem is always thinking and trying to find ways to ensure that no person will be rejected, no Jew will be rejected, and the more that the person digs and struggles to find the path to do a real tshuva, even though the person doesn't succeed, no iota of the effort that the person puts in goes lost. Because the Zohar Kodesh says there isn't even a good desire that goes lost. When a person has a good desire, even if they haven't even expressed it in words yet and they haven't done anything about it, the Zohar Kodesh tells us that that's recorded by Hashem and Hashem considers that very special and that will help the person. 
And the most important thing that a person can do to help themselves in coming close to Hashem, in being zeichet to real tshuva, is coming close to true tzaddikim and their people and their students, those who are close to them. Ki iker shleimus hatzadik oemes hu she'enoi oimed al madrego achas. Because one of the things that really describes the greatness and the high level of the true tzaddik is the fact that he never stays on one level, but rather, he is constantly going higher and higher from step to step. And therefore, a person who is zoiche to appear before such a tzaddik regularly, he visits this tzaddik, he comes to this tzaddik regularly, the person at, at, at these visits to the tzaddik is drawing upon themselves all the time that double portion. Because as we explained in the previous year, and as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Torah Samachvav, when the tzaddik goes up, in order for him to go up, that ruach de la'ela, that ruach in Ganeiden that he has, has to come down and connect to the ruach that the tzaddik has down here on earth and lift him up. This happens especially in the most powerful way when the tzaddik passes away, but it also happens whenever the tzaddik is experiencing an aliyah. And a true tzaddik, like Rabbi Nezal says here, is experiencing aliyahs all the time. He's constantly going higher and higher, which means he's constantly engaging with that ruach de la'ela, connecting to that ruach de la'ela, meaning he's broadcasting this double portion. And a person who's present at that time can benefit, can receive from that double portion. And through this, the person is receiving spiritual life all the time from higher and higher places. Because the, the person is receiving all the time this light of Pishnaim from a higher level, based on the new level that the tzaddik has succeeded in getting to right now, at this point in time when the person is visiting the tzaddik. And through this, there is no damage and no sin that the person could have committed that cannot be repaired. However, the most important thing is for the person to be sure not to allow themselves to become distant from the tzaddik ever no matter what the person is going through, no matter what kind of yuridas the person is going through, no matter if the person is feeling rejected by Hashem or feeling rejected by the tzaddik, not to allow that to get in the way from the person making every effort possible to come to the tzaddik and to connect with the tzaddik. 
And here, a person learning this has to read the lines and read between the lines that Rav Nassim is writing about himself also, about his own path in coming close to Hashem. How especially once he got introduced to Hasidus, which is when he was, I believe, to check again how old he was at the time, he had, he had, he had searched in the Olam HaChasidus for six years before he met Rabbi Nezal. And, and, uh, and each time trying to draw as much as he could from each and every tzaddik, and then when he came to Rabbi Nezal, and he realized, he believed that this is the tzaddik, he made every effort whenever possible to go see Rabbi Nezal and to spend as much quality time as he could with him. Question in the chat. Should we seek to go to as many tzaddikim as possible, living or tzaddikim who have passed away, or should we stick to the one or two tzaddikim from whom we feel we're receiving eitzos and Torah? The answer is the, the example that we follow, the one who set the best example for us is Rav Nassanzal, the author of the Likute Alochis. And he's the, 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 the example for us of a true student of the tzaddik. And we see that he made every effort to come to a tzaddik and to draw as much as he could from him. If he felt that he wasn't getting the, the, what he thought he needed, he went searching further. And when he came to Rabbeinazal, he didn't go searching any further. There were times when Rabbeinazal sent him on a mission to go, go to see Rabbi Levitz or other tzaddikim, but he, he stuck to one Rebbe as, as, as his guide, as his Rebbe, as his tzaddik. When it comes to Kivrei tzaddikim, he also from what I've seen from my rabbis, they didn't go Rebbe hopping, they didn't go to, they went to ones that they felt a specific Kesher to. That's what they went to the most. Any questions, please? So, Rav Nossam, just to clarify, the P, receiving Pish 9 doesn't, does not necessarily have to be at the, the time of the Stalkos of the Tzaddik, but it could be at visiting the Tzaddik's Kever. Is that correct? The answer is correct, number one. And also, visiting the tzaddik while he's alive. When the tzaddik is go experiencing an aliyah, any type of aliyah, which by the greatest of tzaddikim is something that's happening all the time. And by, by tzaddikim that aren't necessarily the greatest, whenever Shabbos, Yontif, a special time of celebration, when the tzaddik is experiencing an aliyah. Paragraph Dalit, Vezeh Bechinas Lagboimer, Bechinas Hilula de Rabbi Shimon Bar With this, we'll have a whole new insight to the celebration that takes place on Lagboimer, which is referred to as the wedding. Hilula means a wedding of Rabbi Shimon Bar Bechinas, as the Gemara says, Gedoilim tzaddikim bemisosom yoisem bechayeim. Tzaddikim are greater in their passing away than during their lifetime. Ki hatzaddik hagodol misyagea kol yomov biegiyos atzumois moed bishvil takonas Yisrael. Because the great tzaddik 
is struggling his whole life, trying to do everything he possibly can in order to bring a tikkun to Klal Yisrael, in order to repair Klal Yisrael. Lahashivam kulam lavim shabashamayim to assist all of Klal Yisrael in coming close to Hashem. Aval habaltovor mizgarem ma'oid ma'oid benafshes Yisrael. However, the Yitzhahara fights very, very hard against the Jewish souls. Bifrat besoif hagolus ha'oroch hamar hazeh. Especially as we draw close to the end of this long exile that we're going through now, the Golos Roimi, the Golos Edoim that we're in now, which is over 2,000 years. And the Yitzhahara gets the Jews to commit sins all the time, and, and more sins, chas v'sholem. However, this great tzaddik doesn't leave his place. He, he stands firm. He doesn't back down in any way. This tzaddik is going higher and higher to incredible higher levels all the time. And he draws, he achieves, he connects to and brings down incredible, incredible high levels of kindness from Hashem, higher and higher, all the time, b'chol pam, ad gam ha-pegomim to the point where the tzaddik is able to repair even the sins that we are committing nowadays, which, some of the worst sins, ki kol ma because the more the tzaddik goes up to higher and higher levels, and achieves higher levels of understanding of the greatness of Hashem, the tzaddik also understands and achieves higher and higher levels of kindness from Hashem. Ki ikr because the true greatness of Hashem is Hashem's kindness and pity. Because in Kabbalah, Chesed is called Gidula. We find in the Torah, the Torah refers to Chesed as Gidula. As it says in the Pasuk, etc. And Gidula is Chesed, Kayadu. And the term Gidula is used to mean Chesed. So when we speak about the greatness of Hashem, usually we're referring to Hashem's kindness. That's His real greatness. However, as a result of our many sins, the Yitzhahara becomes so strong and so powerful which forces the Tzadik to have to go up to such a high level which even the tzaddik cannot reach while he's physically living in this world whatsoever. Alkain, therefore, 
It's for this reason that the tzaddik has to pass away in order to accomplish this. And when a tzaddik passes away, he goes up to the place that he goes up, meaning to an incredible, incredible high place. Just as we mentioned in the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, that the Gemara says during his lifetime, he achieved the 49th level. But the Arizal shows when he passed away, he went up. He went up to 50. That's when he hit 50. The word Neshama is the letters Moshe Nun. And he's buried on Har Nevoi, Nun Boi. The 50th was achieved there. So that the tzaddik will not remain silent. He won't stop until he completes the mission he wants to complete. Meaning, he'll finish what he started during his lifetime. Meaning, he will repair everyone and everything, no matter what. And this is what the Pasuk is referring to in Yeshaya Hanavi, chapter 57, when the Pasuk says, Hatzadik Ovod, the Tzadik has gone, has gone lost, the Ein Ish Somalev, and people don't realize what's going on. And people of kindness are being gathered in, and we don't understand why. It's because of the evil that the tzaddik has been gathered in by Hashem. This term, asifa, is a term used referring to the passing away of a tzaddik. Usually, generally, the passing away of a tzaddik is because of the evil in the world. Meaning, that the people of that generation have messed up to such a degree they've reached a point where the tzaddik cannot repair them in the manner that he wants to without the tzaddik passing away. He must pass away in order to achieve that. However, by, through, by the tzaddik's passing away, he will repair everything and everyone. Especially those who want to come close to the Torah of that tzaddik, to the teachings of that tzaddik. Shehishir, which he left behind in this world, through his holy sforim, and his true, truly loyal students, who have received from the tzaddik that double power, that double portion. Even though these students are on a very, very low level, but still, because of their attachment to the tzaddik, and because of the effort that they've made to come close to the tzaddik, they have received this pishnayim, this incredible high-level light. Afal pikein, despite that, he'oras pishnayim, this light of pishnayim, shehu bechinas ha'oras haruach de which is especially that light of that 
אופר רוח שנמשך בכל עץ שעולה ונסתלק מדרגה לדרגה. Whereby that light of the ruach de la'el of the tzaddik was always flowing. Every time the tzaddik rose from level to level, בפרט, especially בחינה סעורה סרוח דל אלה שנמשך באיסיס תלכוסי ממש, especially the bright light of that ruach דל אלה, which, which was drawn at the time that the tzaddik actually passed away and left the world, זה אינוי נפסק לאוילם. That never stops. That continues. Because the Gemara stresses, Tzadikim are greater after they're passing away than during their lifetime. If during their lifetime they're involved every minute in trying to help Klal Yisrael, in trying to be misakim Klal Yisrael, then after they're passing away, they are certainly involved in that on a much higher level. The Zohar Kodesh actually says those words. The Zohar Kodesh says that with whatever a tzaddik was involved in during his lifetime here on earth, he continues to be involved in that avoidah up in heaven. And this is the great joy of the celebration of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, which takes place on Lag Boimer, on the day that he left this world. Even though you would think, logically, you would think that we should cry a lot on the day of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi's passing away, that we lost such a great tzaddik. Afal Pikein, However, despite that, Noyagen lesmoyach mo'oi, Klal Yisrael makes an incredible celebration on that day, especially those who are zeicher to be in Eretz Yisrael, those who are zeicher to go to Miron. Ve'ikar ha'simcha, and and what are we so happy about? What are we celebrating? Hushanu smoichim ve'anusmeichim ba'hashoras toyrosay hakdoisha. We're we're rejoicing. about the fact that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi left behind his holy Torah, Shehishilonu Sefer HaZohar HaKadosh. He left in this world, he left behind the holy Zohar HaKadosh. Shalideizeh Yifkun Min Galusa. And in the Zohar HaKadosh it tells us that with the Zuchus of this Sefer, Klal Yisrael will be Zohar to get out of Golos. V'yalkein, Iker kiyum ha'oilam hu b'schus ha'tzadikim shoich me'ofar. And therefore, the most important or one of the most important things that's keeping the world alive is the merit of those tzadikim who have already passed away. Kamay shekosu b'zoyer ha'kodosh, as it says clearly in the Zoyer ha'kodosh, il molei tfilas ha'tzadikim shemesu, shemispalalem alachayim, Were it not for the tefillahs of those tzaddikim who have passed away, who daven for us, who daven for those that are still living in this world, the world would not be able to exist. There's a pasuk, Gefen mi Mitzrayim Tasiya, that Hashem took out a grapevine from Egypt, meaning Klal Yisrael compared to a grapevine. 
And the Medrash says one of the comparisons is that just like a grapevine, in order for it to grow and thrive, we put usually a fence close to it, and it wraps itself around that fence, and that fence is dead wood. It's not living wood. It's boards or something like that. So too, our thriving, our existence and our thriving is dependent on those tzaddikim who have already passed away. We mention many times that that's why when we start the Shemayin Esrei, we mention Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, and, and we mention it throughout our tefillah. We find even Valkane, and therefore, Afilu Moshe Rabbeinu Olav HaSholem, even Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was davening for the Jewish people, for Hashem to forgive us for the Egel Hazahov, he pleaded with Hashem to answer his tefillah based on the merit of the Ovois, Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, as it says clearly in Parshas Kisisa, Zechor la'avodecho li'avram le'yitzchok o'liyakoy. Hashem, remember, remember your loyal servants, Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. And it's immediately after he said those words, the next Pasuk says that Hashem forgave the Jewish people. V'chein, we find the same thing by Elianovi when he was Mispalel. He said, he asked Hashem to remember the schus of the Ovois HaKtoishim. V'chein ikr gulas mitzrayim hoya bekoyach atzmois yosev. And we know also that one of the most important contributing factors to Klal Yisrael being able to get out of Mitzrayim was <coughs> the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik, the bones of Yosef HaTzadik. Kamashikosov, as the Pesach says in the beginning of Parshas Bishalach, Vayikach Moshe es atzmois Yosef imoi. Moshe Rabbeinu took the bones of Yosef HaTzadik with him. And, and the, the, the Medrash says the rest of Klal Yisrael was involved in, in taking the money, the, the wealth of Mitzrayim, out of Mitzrayim with them. But Moshe Rabbeinu took the most powerful thing, the, the bones of Yosef Atzadi. Ki besoif hagolus misgaberes hasitrachra u mispashetes lo oirech velaroichav. Because as we get Towards the end of this exile, the Yitzhahara stretches himself and, and turns on all of his powers, full throttle, to the length and breadth, kolkach to such a degree, bebechinas, as we see right before the Jews were about to go out of Mitzrayim, it says, vayhi ki hiksha paray l'shalcheinu. It was when paray hardened his heart to the highest degree to refuse to let us out of Egypt, so that it's impossible for us to really defeat and weaken the Sitrachra, without employing the powers of the Tzadikim who have passed away already. Who are greater after they're passing away than during their lifetime. She'oilim ad ein soif. After they pass away, they go up to infinity. They go up to the highest, highest place. The goimrin Yeshua is Yisrael b'shleimus, and they complete the salvation of Klal Yisrael to the highest degree of completion. Ma'sheloi hoyu yecholim b'chayeim, 
which they weren't able to do, to complete, during their, while they were physically living in this world. Bifrat Ato, especially now, Rav writes, as we're drawing towards the end of this long, bitter exile, the Gemara says we have nothing to rely on other than Hashem, and the merit and the power of all the true tzaddikim who have already passed away. As it says in Tehillim, chapter 16, the opening chapter, the opening paragraph of Tikkun HaKloli, My goodness, my success, my atzlacha, is not only through you, Hashem, but rather, it's dependent on the holy tzaddikim who are in the ground, who have passed away, and the, the powerful ones, my whole desire, my whole yearning, I depend on them, I depend on their merit and their prayers to bring me close to Hashem, to help me do tshuva, to help me correct all my averos, to succeed. Any questions, please? Question, why must we mention Zechus voice? And it's not enough that we have Zechus without mentioning it. The answer is, as, as we emphasize all the time, human beings are called Medaber. Medaber. That's what, that's what, I, that's what defines us. And our most hachayim v'amoves biyad aloshayim, the Torah says. Life and death is in the tongue. This is a very important point because especially regarding the term hispoididus, there are many sforim that write about hispoididus, they use the term hispoididus, meditation, thinking, contemplating deeply, but they don't add to it speaking to Hashem, which is how Rabbeinazal defined hispoididus. That hispoididus means secluding yourself with Hashem alone and speaking, opening your mouth pouring out your, your heart to Hashem verbally, verbalizing. Everything depends on that. The, the, the thinking alone is not enough because it's the dibur that creates the vessels to be able to receive. Rabbi Nezal, in chapter 34 in the Kutimran, Rabbi Nezal quotes the Pesach, V'ivorech eschem kasher diber lechem. Hashem will bless you like as He spoke to you. The bracha is dependent on the dibur. A person must speak. A person must ask. If you don't ask, the Pesach says, Harchev picha va'amalehu. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. This, there, there are many, many proofs throughout the Torah stressing this. Must speak, must verbalize as much. Not only that, the Zohar Kodesh says to speak in detail that when Yaakov Avinu, when Esav was coming against Yaakov Avinu with his army of 400 men, Yaakov Avinu said, Hatsileinino miyad ochi miyad Esav ki yoreyois ki penyovoi vikani emal bonim. Hashem save me from my brother. So the Zohar Kodesh says, Hashem doesn't know who his brother is. He has to say also miyad Esav. So the Zohar Kodesh says, yes because the term brother sometimes is used to refer to other relatives. What do you mean sometimes? Ha, but we're talking about Hashem. Hashem. doesn't matter, Hashem. You must speak. 
you must specify, you must speak in detail. And then he says, because I'm afraid of him. And the Zohar Kodesh says, from here we see that it's extremely important to go into detail in your tefillah. Not because Hashem doesn't know, but because you, we need to create vessels into which Hashem can give the Shefa. Without speech, without words, the Shefa is there. It just doesn't have where to go into. It doesn't have a way for us to be able to receive it. Question in the chat. What visits to the tzaddik do we, does Rav Nosanzal mean here in our times? Is it only going to Uman or is there something else? The answer is, number one, it means visiting Kivrei Tzadikim. Kivrei Tzadikim, plural. Those that live in Eretz Yisrael have the Imorah Samach Pela, Chevroin. We have, we have Miron. We have Shemenat Tzadik, we have Shmuel Novi, we have Tzadikim throughout Eretz Yisrael, holy Tzadikim. We have in the cemetery in Tveria, the old cemetery in Tveria, we have the students of the Baal Shem Tov who, and the Magid who made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael. Reb Nachman Horedenko, Reb Yaakov Shamshemi Pshepetovko, Reb Mendel, Menachem Mendel Mivitebsk, Kivrei Tzadikim in general, number one. It means also visiting living tzaddikim, those who we perceive to be living tzaddikim, and it means, Rav Nosanzal added here, and it means visiting students of true tzaddikim, sharing truly religious students of true tzaddikim. That's what it means. This is, this is what Rav Nosanzal specified here. Avol, however, but, there's a big but here, paragraph A. Avol, it's impossible for a person to receive and draw from the Torah, the holy Torah that these tzaddikim have left behind in this world. It requires overcoming obstacles. The Eitzahara is not going to sit back and relax when he sees a person wants to come close to a tzaddik or to tzaddikim, that a person, through their sforim, through their teachings, through their students, through the tzaddikim themselves. Al yedei oitzem hacheshek v'hakisufin lehiskarev lenekuda soemes. The person must have very powerful yearning and desire to come close to the real truth. This term, nekuda soemes, the purest level of truth. As Rabbi Nezal elaborates on this over there in chapter 66 in Likut Emoran, Ayin Shem, take a look over there. And with this we'll receive a whole new insight regarding the Oymer, the Korban Oymer, which was brought on the second day of Pesach, and the counting of the Oymer from that day till up till Shavuos, the 49 days of the Oymer, before Kabbalah Satoira. Most likely, Rav Nosenzal was writing this during Sfira Oymer. And this is why usually Rav Nosenzal, according to what he was living at that time, according to the times that he was involved in, the Torah that he was thinking, the Chidushe Torah that he revealed, usually connected the times 
what was going on at the time to Rabbein Azal Sforim, to the Likut Imran, to the Sipurim Isis, to all of Rabbein Azal Sforim. Because by lifting up this measure of barley that was done, <clears throat> we draw holiness on the Jewish people. This is what gives Klal Yisrael the power to overcome all of the powerful obstacles that spread themselves out all the time to try to block people, to prevent people from coming close to the Nikuda Soemes, the again the purest truth. Kisoirim Michael Behema, because the Gemara tells us throughout that barley is referred to as animal food. This is when the Gemara is, when the Torah is speaking about wheat and barley. Wheat is a much higher level grain. Wheat is associated with Michael Adam, human food. Barley is associated with Michael Behema. <clears throat> Meaning, Shehi Hedaradas. And a Behema means lack of Das, a very low level Das. Obviously, again, compared to humans. Shehu Bechinas Meniois. And the term lack of Das. Another word for that is obstacles. Ki iker kol Because as Rabbi Nezal tells us in Likud Imran, in the second half of Likud Imran, chapter 46, the most powerful obstacles that a person has from coming close to Hashem and coming close to Tzadikim is the mental obstacles, the, 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 the thoughts in their mind. Because a person who would really, really think about life properly, really think about what's going on in life and what life is really all about and what's my purpose in life and what am I doing and what do I, need, what do I want to accomplish, what do I want to achieve in my life. And the person is unwilling to fool themselves to settle for less and to settle for sheker, bevadai yovin heichon ho'emes. The person will definitely come to realize where the truth is. Ubevadai loyia nechshavloi shum dovor lemenia, and then nothing will be able to block that person. Nothing will be an obstacle to prevent that person from coming close from doing whatever they have to do to come close to that nekuda soemes. Afim ma, no matter what the person goes through, v'yeshaber hakoil, the person will break through everything, alidei toikev cheshkoi v'kisufov uretsoinoi hechozok alemes, through the person's very powerful desire and longing and yearning for the truth. Because Rabbi Nezal explains in chapter 66 in Likud Imran that the purpose of the obstacles is to increase our desire, our yearning, our longing. And by lifting up this measure of barley which was done in the Beis Hamikdash, 
And we said that barley is Michael Behema. Barley is lack of das. Barley represents the obstacles. Through that, zoichen lozer lahamtik hadinim. We are zoichen to sweeten all the judgments, all the negativity against us. Levatel hamaniyos, to eliminate the obstacles. Lochonef hamaniyos, to lift up the obstacles. Bechinas soirim, which are being represented by this barley, lift it up, lemala, up, way up high. Sheyishapchu kol hamaniyos, and to convert all of these obstacles into powerful desire and longing for Hashem. It's brought that the word meniois is the same letters as the word neimois. Neimois means sweetness. And the, the term lachsois benoyam Hashem ulevaker beicholoi, the term noyam, neimus, is used to refer to the highest levels of tubina, the highest levels of sweetness. The word noyam is bigimatria, one of the miluyim of Shem Ekia, of Hashem's name Ekia, which is a name of Hashem associated with bina, which again represents this deep longing and desire. This will help the person overcome, destroy all the obstacles. The Iskarevel Hakedusha and come close to the holiness. Shahu Bechinas Kabola Satoira Beshavuas. Which, in the case of a calendar year, this refers to re- arriving at the holiday of Shavuas when we receive the Torah. Ki Iker Kabola Satoira, Hoyo Alide Bechinas, O Moshe Niga Shel Hoarofel, Asher Sham Hoelekim. Because Rav Nosanzal says now, we've, there's a chapter on Mikut Imran, which Rav Nosanzal expounds on this Pasuk, where the Pasuk says that there was a cloud, a dark cloud. Arothel means a dark cloud. And it says, V'chol ha'om omdu All of the people stood back. They stood at a distance. U'moyshe niga shalo arothel. Moyshe approached this dark cloud, Asher Shom Ho'elikim, where Hashem was, where the divine presence of Hashem was. And Rabbi Nassau explains over there in Likut Imran, Moshe represents Das. We just said here, barley represents lack of Das. Moshe Rabbeinu is the ultimate symbol of Das. So Rabbi Nassau says there, the people stood back. The people who didn't have the Das the people who were afraid when they saw a dark cloud, they were afraid to approach it. The pe- they saw an obstacle, they were afraid. But Moshe, the person, the one who has das, nika shalorafil, he approaches the dark cloud, he approaches the obstacle. He's not scared away by the obstacle because he knows asher sham that Hashem is in the obstacle. Hashem is in there. This, this is the concept of breaking, overcoming the obstacles through das, 
by turning on one's intelligence, by having yishuvadas, like we spoke earlier. person thinks really carefully about something they want to accomplish. They want to get to Eretz Yisrael. They want to get to the tzaddik. They want to achieve a certain success in, in learning Torah. In fulfill- they want to get married. Whatever a person wants to accomplish, the person has a real yishuvadas to think carefully. How important is this to me? How, how, and, and, and really, really come to a realization. And once the person realizes the truth and, and realizes that they can't afford not to get to the truth, then if they see obstacles looming in their way, it's a, who cares? It's a, it doesn't mean anything. It's all nonsense. By the person realizing that inside the obstacle itself, Hashem is found over there. As Rabbein Azal expounds in chapter 115 in the Kutimaran on this Pasuk, take a look over there in the first half of the Kutimaran. But the, the word ha'arofel is bigimatria shechina. The word shechina, moik shenigash el ha'arofel. The word ha'arofel means this dark cloud, asher sham And if you recall, we once mentioned that the Arizal says that Hashem's name, Aleph Dalet Nun Yud, which is midas hadin. The Gemara says, Dina de Malchus Dina. Dina is Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. That's the name of Hashem, of Malchus, of judgment, Dinim. Inside there is Chesed. The outside is red, like the apple. The outside is a thin, thin layer of redness. Redness, which represents Din, negativity. Esav is red. The Meniyah is the obstacles. Asher Shom, but inside is the divine presence of Hashem. We mentioned the Arizal says if you take a look at the four letters that make up Hashem's name, Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud, when you pronounce each one of those letters as a word, Aleph, Lamed, Dalet, Yud, each one of those letters is a, makes up a three-letter word. Aleph is Aleph, Lamed, Pei. Dalet, Dalet, Lamed, Tov. Nun, Nun, Vav, Nun. Yud, Yud, Vav, Dalet. The inside, the center, the center of Aleph, Lamed, Pei is a Lamed. The center of Dalet, Lamed, Tov is another Lamed. The center of, of Nun, Nun, Vav, Nun is a Vav. The center of Yud, Yud, Vav, Dalet is a Vav. Lamed, Lamed, Vav, Vav is Bigimatria Chesed. So that Kaviochel, even within the names of Hashem, the name of Hashem that represents judgment, Midas Adin, Meniyah, obstacles are a form of Din. Inside the Din is the Chesed. Where you, you peel away that thin clip of the apple. You look at apple, it looks red. All red, red, red. The redness is a thin little nothing. You peel away the redness, you see that it's 99% whiteness. Now Rav Nosenzal is going to go into an explanation of the counting, that issue of counting the Oymer, which he, there are about 10 or 15 versions of this throughout Likuti Alochis, where Rav Nosenzal explains every detail of Sphira Oymer, the barley, the, cor- the lifting up, the korban that was brought on the second day of Pesach, and that whole counting process. Mir will take it up in the next year.
Wishing everybody a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Yeshua is and Besuras Tovis, Mitzvah